I'm working on a Wednesday, they up again the next day. So and so is popping, man. I skip him like your leg day. Yo, 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 what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Millennial Mindset. I'm joined by my co-host once again, Rico Flow. What's up, bro? Yo, Rico, what's up, bro? Dude. Welcome back. It's Thursday, bro. It's Thursday, it's Thursday. And I get excited every single time you say hello to me. Because every time that I say what's up to you, you say what's up to the audience and you forget about me. So thank you, bro. Appreciate Rico, what's up, bro? Appreciate that, bro. <laughs> Today's a really uh today's gonna be a really cool uh, we're gonna have a really cool guest. The reason why I say this, man, I've I've been following this guy since shit since I was in high school, man. I've, I I remember the shirts he used to make. I've heard stories about him selling CDs at school. I've heard. I mean, this guy is like uh, the true definition of a hustler, bro. Uh, nonstop. I think I've seen this guy hustle harder throughout this pandemic mm-hmm. than really any other person that that I see on on the gram, bro. And and just in general, bro, this guy's been working hard. He posted something uh, a while back that if you don't, if you if you don't make it out of this pandemic, uh, a hustler or something like that, you're just not cut out for it. And I thought that was when he when he wrote that or when he shared that, I was like, oh fuck, dude, this I need to wake this this sleeping giant up. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Frank Downstar. Yo, what's up, bro? Hey, thank you guys for having me, man. I really, really appreciate it. Hell yeah, bro. I had to I had to bring you on here, bro. Not only because I've I've, you know, been following you for a minute, but I admire your hustle, bro. I admire what you're doing and uh bro, you're like a one-man team. And yeah. I think I think that's it's fucking insane, dude. It's insane all the things you do and on top of that, you're a husband and a dad. So I think it's crazy, bro. I think um I think what you're doing is insane, but it also goes to show that excuses are are, you know, non-existent Definitely, for you. definitely. So talk to us about this, bro. For those that don't know who Frank Downstar is, uh, give us a little feed, a little background on who you are. Um, well, I'm the owner of Downstar. We specialize in um, automotive dress-up hardware and engine bay accessories. And it started in the Honda community. So uh, basically fixing up Hondas, and then that's transitioned over into other makes and models from, um, you know, friends seeing their their friends honda cars with with dress up hardware nuts and bolts and things like that and then them wanting it for their car so we're spreading uh into different industries uh bmw and things like that but uh yeah man it's just um automotive company and uh it's what i've been working on for the last since 2009 yeah so not only do you uh do that but you also have a, a what i consider a successful podcast bro i mean you're pumping out two episodes yeah. a week. You said that you just hit episode 190, right? 191. Yeah, we 191. just released it today, 191. Uh, yeah, we started the podcast. It's called Downtime with Downstar, available on all the streaming platforms, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, you know. And um, we started in September 2018, and my idea behind it was I want to be a podcaster. Right. So I just made sure that we didn't take any shortcuts at all and when we got on a schedule we were on that schedule and yeah we have missed maybe a couple days but in the last 191 episodes you're probably talking maybe two or three episodes that we did miss so it's uh it's a grind man and and you you would think that almost hitting episode 200 that we would be like in a nice comfortable space but I feel like we're still building the foundation right now. Yeah, yeah. Man, and what what I find really impressive about that is that you are in episode 191 and you you said you've missed one or two, you know, episodes during that whole process in 2018. And what I find even more impressive than that is that you said I asked you earlier before we started recording and I asked you if you were a one man operation, you said yes. Yeah. And I find that really impressive because here at you know Millennial Mindset, we're a, we were a two person operation for quite a while. 
and you no, know, we were three, a three person operation. We had a third partner that helped us launch this brand. And then we went on to two people, then just yeah. me and Rico. And until recently we brought in Brissette and even then we still find it kind of difficult in order to be able to blend that content because you know we all have our professions, we have our businesses, but you do too. Mm-hmm. You do as well and you've been having it since 2009 and to not be to have 191 episodes be consistent on a regular basis did you always launch two or is that more of a recent thing a week um to be honest i can't remember when we started having mm-hmm. a schedule it could have been around maybe episode 50 or 60 or something like that but i just knew um that if i wanted the podcast to grow that i just had to feed the machine mm-hmm. that's it you just got to keep feeding it and you're working out the kinks every single episode. Yeah. You're trying to figure out ways to navigate through conversations. Try not to say words that you always say, you know, listening back to podcasts. And it's just mm-hmm. just honing it in. So it just makes so much sense. If you're a, a football player and you go to practice once a week, you're going to be cool. If you go twice a week, you're going to be great. If you go four times a week, you're going to be amazing. You know, you right. just got to keep feeding it. And if I could, I would podcast five days a week but it's just there's a lot of other stuff that's out of my control other than Mm -hmm. just getting the episode taken care of you know and um i say a one-man team not to to brag or anything like that it's very hard to find people that have the same passion that you do Mm -hmm. so it if you want something to happen you have to go get it but if there was somebody else that was excited about podcasts who wanted to be a part of it Dude, come join the team, man, you know, because the the only reason that it's hasn't got to the next level is because I'm not feeding it 100% gotcha. of my time. I have my family and my other business going on as well, so it's kind of like the side project right now, but I would love it to be kind of more on the forefront and then yeah. have Downstar just just have the ball rolling as it is mm-hmm. already right now right yeah and what a lot of people don't a lot of our audiences don't understand they think that podcasting is just us having a conversation you know just being the host but in reality no you're wearing like five different hats you gotta you gotta mm-hmm. do pre-production you gotta do post-production you gotta know how to man the camera you gotta know how to edit on top of that you gotta practice your speaking skills you have to be present on top of that yeah. you're a father and you're working your manufacturing business mm-hmm. bro that is insane that is phenomenal, and that's Thank one you. of the reasons why I was excited when Rico said we were going to have you on, bro, because that's impressive, dude. I find that very impressive. Thank you, man. I yeah, so it. one of the things that we like to do here, Frank, is, you know, there's a lot of people that talk down on, on the millennial community, right? Yeah. A lot of people that talk shit about the millennial community, and I think it's, uh, I laugh at it, bro, because I'm like, you don't realize that we're some of the biggest hustlers that really have ever come about, right, mm-hmm. that ever think about it, like, Frank, bro, you have two hustles, bro. Not only that, I mean, I think being a father in itself, being a husband in itself, being a family man is a job, right? It's, yeah. it's maybe maybe you don't see it as a job, but if you think about it, I mean, that's already relationships you need to maintain. That's things you have to do, right? And yes, it comes from your heart and I'm sure you love doing it, but that in itself is time consuming. It's a job, right? You have your business, which you're at the forefront of the business. I mean, when I think Downstar, I don't see you without it. You know what I mean? You are the brand and that's something that you've created. You have your podcast, bro. That's something that you've created. You are the face of downtime with Downstar. You know what I mean? And then not only that, bro, but I don't know if there's other things that you have in the in the background, which I'm sure you have other things that you're working on. But I mean, you're a hustler, bro. You're you're making it happen. You might not be a, a conventional worker, somebody that's like, oh, you went to school, did this and that. No, but you found your passion. You found something that you love, something that you're great at, and you're maximizing on it, right? And you're not 
you're not forgetting about your creative side. You're not forgetting about your passions. And look, you picked up a passion project. Yeah. So I think that um, what we're trying to do with this with this show, bro, is that is is bring people like you, people that are are making waves in their industry, bro. I mean, I don't know anybody else with with uh, and I don't. I'm not doing this to brown nose or anything like that, bro. Nothing whatsoever. Nothing like that. But I don't know anybody else in your industry doing what you're doing that has the image that you have. You know what I mean? And it's uh, to me, I think that's fucking next level, bro. That just goes to show that. We just we just found a different way to hustle, bro. We yeah. just we just cut from a different cloth. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's it's we're not comparable to to other people. We're there, there's no lazy bones in you, nothing like that. And it's just like uh, you keep going, you keep going, and you keep going. And yeah, I think that's great, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know, um, sometimes I feel like it's not even me. It's just it's just in my DNA because the way that I see things, it it's just putting two and two together yeah it doesn't it doesn't seem like okay today i'm gonna hustle i have to hustle today it's not like that to me How, what it is is like okay i have things that i want or have to t- get taken care of and that's it there's no other there's no other excuses there's nothing else that i can do i can't say well i'm not gonna do that because then it's not gonna mm-hmm. get done yeah so you know it's just I think with the with the millennials right now, and what people don't understand is what millennials is like 1981 or something like From that. 81, 81 yeah, to so when people say millennials, you know, in their head when they say it, they're thinking like a teenage kid or yeah. something like that. But no, this I feel like the millennial is like the best generation because I'm 35 and I remember what it was like without a cell phone, yep. you know, without mm-hmm. internet. Absolutely, and I remember. I was still able to thrive in those times. Yeah. You know, back in 2001, like you said earlier, when I was selling CDs, like yeah. that was just my own idea where, okay, I can burn CDs for myself. <clears throat> now my friends want CDs. I'll sell them to them because I can do it. And just to me, it just it was just so easy in my head. I wasn't thinking of like a master plan of I'm going to have a business. I want to make money. I was just like, okay, I have I have this means this person doesn't let me be the middleman between it all. And yeah. once you start thinking about business in that way, it kind of makes things a lot easier. And it makes uh, it makes like being a business owner not seem like something that you can't achieve. Yeah. See, and I think that, like you said, bro, it was just kind of in your DNA, bro. It was just kind of a thing that just came, came to you and continues to come to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like you ever thought of that master plan. And Earlier, you mentioned something that I also want to kind of bring, bro, when, when you found something that you were looking for, right, when it came to your car. Because mm-hmm. I know for those of you that don't know and, and haven't got the picture yet, I mean, Frank is, is, is a big name in the car industry. Um, you were building your car and you found something that you were looking for that nobody made, but yeah. you found it. And you put, posted it on your thread and then you figured out, you put a, you were like, okay, put two and two together. Oh shit, I can make money off of this. This yeah. is something that people are looking for that they don't easily it's not easily available to them. Well shit, again, you did the same thing that you did in 2001. You did again, when was it? Uh 2009. Years, 2009, 8 years later. The same exact thing, different age but the same hustle. Yeah. The same mentality. You said, "I have this. I have the means to it to do this. They don't have it. They need it. Well, let's just do it." Right. And then, well, you were getting paid for it. Yeah. So you created this company 
from providing something that people needed, a service or or a thing, right? A product that they were looking for. And I that's that's um when things come together like that, bro, I think it's beautiful, man. I think it's I think that's what will create a long-term business and and a successful business because it's not like you were looking for your next scheme. It's not like you were looking for your next, how am I going to make my next dollar? Nah, bro, this just kind of fell to you. And then you were like, oh shit, no, I can do something with this. And I mean, look at you now, bro, we're 2020 and you're still running business. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. I still have the same mentality. Anything that I I sell or anything that I can do is just the same way. I'm just trying to Mm -hmm. solve a problem. And uh, the same thing that you guys do, you know, yeah. you're, you're trying to solve the problem. This person has a problem with trying to find a house. Yeah. You're the person who makes that happen. You know, yeah. when you go, you go to Taco Bell, you know, you're hungry. The person in there is making your food to give to you. Everybody, you're just fix solving problems, solving problems with better solutions. So yeah. if you can come with a solution for any problem out there, you could turn it into a business. Yeah. Like anything. We sell nuts and bolts for import community. You know, if you were to tell me that 10 years ago, I, w- I would say, okay, well, where's the money in that? But yeah. there's money in these cups right here. Yeah. You know, it's just there's money in everything. Everything that is in this room, everything, everything that we're wearing, yeah. somebody made it and somebody sold it. Mm-hmm. And somebody was the middleman in between that that made the profit from being able to be that that middleman so the better you are at being a middleman the more you're gonna make mm-hmm. you yep. know and then it gets to a point where you don't have the only thing that you don't have is time mm-hmm. yeah you know you're not worried about money or you know ways to to accomplish things all you have is time and mm-hmm. when you get to that point then it's scary because it's like you were saying you you have to evaluate how you're using your time you know i'm spending too much time worrying about my hair worrying about my outfit i don't need to worry about that stuff anymore and that was something that i could relate to at a younger age too you know i I wanted to floss i wanted to you know wear this and dress like this and i wanted to have this perception when i didn't earn it Mm -hmm. i shouldn't have been looked at as that person who has a nice car or dresses nice or whatever if I, I haven't reached that level, but then once you reach that level, you're like, wow, that stuff's not really important at yeah. all anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, when I wake up for the morning, I'm not thinking about who am I, who am I going to impress? Who do I have to, what do I have to look like for people mm-hmm. to take me seriously? I just throw on something and I'm like, all right, let's get this day started. Let's go for mm-hmm. it. I feel that, man. I, I went through that transition, I would say about last year, I, my, my early 20s, my, okay, my mid-20s. And right now I'm 28, so I'm in like, I guess my later 20s. I went through this transition where I really wanted to floss. I really wanted, you know, to ball out. And there was a point where I was just spending a, like an enormous amount of money. I was uh, hanging out with people that like to floss as well. You know, traveling to different states, hanging out with them in these uh, penthouses, mansions, mm-hmm. and just kind of like posting out all over social media. But that transition eventually comes, you know, where you need to kind of tell yourself, hey, this isn't really benefiting my bottom line. This isn't really helping me get ahead in life, right? And the reason I brought this up is because there's stages in the process of creating a business, right? People can create a business, but then other people create a brand. And that's where I see Downstar really came into mm. into the picture, right? And the reason yeah. I'm saying this is because you mentioned being the middleman. And right now, technically, I, at one point, you were the middleman. Right now, you're also the manufacturer for your own personal brand. 
but the thing is you're not you don't just have a business you're not just hey i'm a boat manufacturer or i'm a podcasting media creator you're downstar you know you're frank and you became downstar like I've heard you mention many times, and I didn't hear you as referred to as Frank. And if it was, it was after we got into the conversation. They said Downstar, and I've heard that name yeah. over and over and over again. So you created the brand. So I guess my question to you is: At what point did you transition from saying, "Hey, I just want to have a business too"? You know, a business is cool, but the brand is what's really gonna help me create what I need to create. And the reason I'm saying that is because you started off being in, in, in the e-commerce field or in the commerce field, it's also a media company. Mm-hmm. So when was Downstar born and how was it born? Um, well, I've always had that name, the name Downstar. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying with the CDs, I was back in 2001. I wanted that to be a business. So I was thinking, well, let me just call this something because every business should have a name. Back then, I was into skateboarding, and there was a brand called Dark Star. Mm. So I I like that brand a lot. So I was just thinking one day that maybe a, a spinoff of that name would be cool, and that's where we come up with Downstar. And ever since 2001, everything's been Downstar. You're talking about uh, AOL, Instant Messenger name, my first email, just everything that you had to have a screen name or something for, mm-hmm. it was always Downstar. So when I started selling bolts, it was just to um, it was just to solve a problem that people had. But then when I noticed the business started growing, the business quotes because I was just hustling on the side. It wasn't a business to me because I've always just hustled something on the side. You know, whether it was the CDs or I was selling stereo equipment or Beanie Babies before all that, whatever it was. But then when I realized that this was growing into a business. Okay, I'm going to call this something. What am I going to call it? Oh, let's just call it Downstar mm-hmm. because that's what my screen name is. Everybody like kind of knows the name already. So then I just called it Downstar. But I didn't really understand the significance of the actual name until obviously the brand started growing. People are putting stickers on their car. And then I seen other people had, you know, love for the name more than just supporting me as, as yeah. a hustler. They mm-hmm. were supporting the name and some people didn't even know who I was. So it kind of turned into its own entity. And then, um, you know, as, as, as social media started growing, I just became Frank from Downstar. And mm-hmm. then it just, Frank Downstar. And then that's just what it is now. You know, mm-hmm. when I have a kid in the future, the middle name's gonna be Downstar. Downstar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to solve, again, to solve, to solve a problem. He yeah. needs a name, Downstar. That's it, there, there you, you go. go, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's cool, bro, because uh, again, what Rigo was saying, you, you built a brand, bro, and I think that's a lot of, um, there's, a, there's a huge, but uh, you, you, you were able to merge it in this way that a lot of people in huge businesses try to pay for someone to do this for them, right? But you did it. And I think the reason why you've found so much success in what you do and you've built the following that you've built. I mean, everybody that I talk to, bro, we, we all talk positively about you because Thank you. I think uh, you, you were able to do it. And not only from what I see and from my perspective as is was in a humble way. And then also you, you're I don't know, man, you were able to merge your name, who you are, you because I see you and I say Downstar, bro. Like, I'm sorry, but I call you Frank Downstar, bro. You don't yeah. have any other last name yeah. Downstar, brother, to me. <laughs> Your Frank Downstar for life, you know yeah. what I mean, and and 
that's just kind of like a, a that's a crazy thing that you were able to do, bro. But it's now like a what's it's now for everything, bro. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what you do. If I see Downstar on it, I'm like, okay, dude, you could be selling pots and pans. Yeah. If it says Downstar, like, oh yeah, that's Frank. I know who that is. I know the owner. You know yeah. what I mean? I I can always say that. I see that name and I I just see your face immediately. And I think uh, that's really where branding is 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 it takes that kind of leap. You know what I mean? Where it's like it's not just the brand. It's me. I'm the brand. I own the business. I run the business. And I think that's that's fucking crazy, bro. Like the way how how seamlessly you were able to do it to me is like the the crazy part but again i think a lot of it has to do with you just kind of saying well fuck it let me just use this you know it was something that you were already using everywhere you were plastering it everywhere yeah so sometimes it's uh it's best to just let things flow yeah let just don't overthink things yeah i'll talk to so many people and they're just stuck they want to start a brand right they're so stuck on the name that the brand doesn't even get created Bro, it doesn't matter. Yeah. What the hell is a downstar? You know, it's what is it? What is a downstar? It's just a name. Okay. You know, it's it just sounded cool to me. It's just a name. It could be anything. People think that just because they have the best name that okay, the business is gonna be successful. Yeah. It's like Target, bro. (laughs) Come on, Target. Walmart. (laughs) Walmart. Like what? What is a what's a Walmart? Nothing. You. It's. It's you. You're the one who makes things special. Yeah. If your company is special, it's because of you, not because of a name. You know, yep. people get stuck on that and then they get stuck on, you know, the legalities and trademarks and this and that. I'm like, bro, you're worried about getting sued for a product that you don't even have? That you're you've not even never even sold? <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? That's why I say I see I see things like a hustler, bro. Yeah. You know, if you're a person who likes to bake cakes. You know, that's kind of a popular thing, you know, custom cakes or whatever, things like that. You're worried about getting your cake sold in like Marie calendars, but you've never even sold one before? Dude, sell it to your homie, sell it to your family, sell it to anybody who's having a birthday. Go by the park on a Saturday or Sunday and everybody that's having a birthday, pass out your card to them. Hey, next party you guys have, hit me up. I got cakes. That's how you start, dude. You know, get a light box, put your cake inside of there, take some pics with your with your iPhone. You yeah. know, all my stuff is through my iPhone, dude. Like people just don't understand the tools that they really have at their disposal and they just let the the weight of, you know, what could be stop their hustle. And that's why so many people never make it out, dude, because they they just focus on the nonsense. Yeah. It's like, bro, you need to sell that shit out of the trunk of your car, dude. You know, you can't wait to get a record deal. You need to be on the hustle. Yeah, bro, that that what you're saying is it resonates is, hard. It does, bro. Mm-hmm. It resonates really hard. Um because I think shit, I've been a, a victim of that. I've fallen victim of my own mind and 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 thoughts and like fuck, I wanted to sound cool, I wanted to look cool, I wanted to be perfect and it's like nah, you don't need perfect, bro. Just fucking go. Just yep. do it. Just just jump Again, bro, just jump off of the fucking plane and build your build your parachute on the way down. Just yeah. figure it oh, out yeah. on the way down. And what you're saying is key, bro. And I hope I hope um, I'm I'm referring I'm, and I'm talking to you guys here that the listeners right now. It's I hope that by listening to this, you understand that it's not about having the perfect product. It's not about having the perfect name. It's not about having the best pictures. It's not about it's not even about having the best thing out there. What it really is about is about you seizing the day making shit happen and stopping 
those excuses. Like the biggest limiting factor for you is going to be in your mind. Hell yeah. And I think that what Frank here is sharing with you guys is fucking crazy. This guy's just giving you dropping, dropping gold mm-hmm. nuggets to you guys here. Just explaining like you don't, you don't need to look the coolest. You don't need to have the, the coolest looking brand. You just have to do it. And it just comes with being a natural born hustler. Like if you really want it, you're going to go out and get it and you're going to stop making up bullshit excuses as to why you can't. And now a word from this week's sponsor, persistence culture. We are a lifestyle brand, a community of humans striving daily to do better in all things. With the mindset to overcome challenges, we believe that through persistent movement in anything you do, from fitness to business, wealth to health, all goals and accomplishments require a culture of persistence. Persist with us. Become part of the familia. Live the lifestyle. Rep the culture. Yeah, one thing I was going to say about that is, okay, you just think about it if there's some kind of trade that you want to learn or Mm -hmm. school or anything like that, Mm -hmm. right? So. If you if you're going to college and you're taking a college class and this is what I was talking about before about doing so many episodes, you know, the more classes you go to, the more you're going to learn, you know. So if you can go to as many classes that you can during the week, you're going to be ahead of the person that just goes to the one allotted class a week in that year. So you're going to go to 52. That person is going to go to 52 classes in a year. But if you go twice a week, you know, that's 102. And if you go four times a week, that's 204. So you're going to be 204 steps ahead towards your goal when that person's only at 52. You know, so if there's something that you want, if there's a hustle that that you want to focus on anything, whether it's podcasting, selling something, real estate, whatever the hell you're into, like obsess over it, make that your 100% of your day, what you're going to do when you're at your job that you're working at where you need to just make money to pay the bills while you're building your hustle, while you're there, you're thinking about it, you're writing notes in your phone, you're you're getting ideas down. Like when I was working at Best Buy, I worked at Best Buy from 2009 to 2012 was when I left from the business time. So when I was there in 2009, 2010, 11, 12, at lunch, I'm going and shipping out orders. I'm e- answering email address, emails. I'm answering PMs, things like that. I'm using all of my free time at my job to focus on the hustle. When, if I didn't have that hustle, I'd probably just be hanging out, you know, playing on my phone, you know, not doing something, making it seem like I'm busy. Yeah. But, you know, like I said earlier, all you have in this life is time. I don't mm-hmm. care what it is strip everything from you put you in the middle of the desert all you have is time that's it you don't have anything else you know so once you start realizing the value of time and how precious it really is you're probably not going to be going on those weekend trips you know you're probably not going to be hanging out with your friends getting smashed on the weekends because although yeah it is fun you're wasting you know six eight hours of your night that you could have spent peacefully on your computer without anybody distracting you you're talking you know from nine o'clock ten o'clock at night to three in the morning when you would be out downtown at the club or something spend that time locked in your room focusing on whatever you're gonna do have bulletin boards up post-its you know just throwing out ideas just going dude because whatever religion you're in or whatever you want to think like the the they know when you're not putting in the work the universe knows mm-hmm. when you're not putting in the work. Yep. And that's why these whole get quick, get rich quick schemes, they don't work. 
because you're not putting in the work. And when you put in the work, that prepares you for what comes with, you know, the millionaire mindset, being yep. a millionaire. So if you gave somebody a million dollars and they're not ready for it, that money's just going to go and it's just going to be wasted. And they're going to be in a worse position than they were in the first place. I agree with you 100% on that, bro. It's, it's continuously sharpening your knife, continuously uh, working on your craft, right? And, and like you said, spending time on, on things that matter more than just getting plastered with your friends, you know, mm -hmm. getting, getting shit-faced and, and drinking downtown and, and doing that. It's like really focusing. Again, it goes back to how bad do you want it? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? How bad do you want it? And are you really w willing to make the sacrifices in order to get to that next level? So I think that's where, uh, that's, that's where we, we differentiate winners from losers. And I say winners from losers, bro. I don't believe in losing. I believe in lessons learned. But to me, a loser is a person that's not willing to continue to grow and not willing to continue to master whatever there is they're trying to do. They're just kind of getting by. That it's, you're either winning or losing. That's that. an Hey, Frank, so... In, uh, you know, in our journeys as entrepreneurs or as hustlers, like the, the word you use several, you know, several times during mm -hmm. this episode, we have different role models or different kind of people that help us get to a certain position, right? Like a lot of the times, like you, you talked about spiritual energy. So obviously you've, you know, you probably use that kind of energy in your business and your life in order to propel yourself. But a lot of times we don't have these thoughts that come to ourselves. You know, I personally had mentors throughout the years. Rico has had mentors, whether it was in a physical way or whether it was a book, you know. One of the books, you know, that helped me whenever I was learning how to communicate with people was How to Win Friends and Influence People. I feel yes. like everybody knows that book, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, have you had any mentors in your life that have helped propel you to where you are right now? Or are there any books that you personally read that just completely blew you away? Um, you know, from the start, I never really had any mentors. You know, mm -hmm. I, I wasn't expecting to be a business owner. This wasn't the space that I was trying to be in. And I wasn't around any business owners or anybody that lived a life that was uh, more than traditional. Everybody that I was around, everybody in my family, it was basically just like a nine to five kind of thing, you know, and no disrespect, but nobody decided to take that extra path. So it just, it is what it is, you know? So when I decided to take that, um, that new path, it was completely foreign to me and I'm just figuring out along the way. And it didn't come to me the value of hearing other people's stories and their struggles until I probably, you know, around your guys' age, late 20s, when I just kept going through a lot of bullshit, you know, trying to figure it out myself, you know, not letting go of ego and pride, still holding to, on to that as much as possible, learning down the way. You know, it would have helped out a lot if there was somebody that would have reached out to me and said, hey, man, this is probably not good for your future. Maybe yeah. if you looked at situations like this, or like that, you know. Um, but what's really helped me out is listening to podcasts. And that's one reason why I wanted to do, wanted to be a podcaster is because when I listen to these, uh, these episodes from whoever it would be, you know, whether it's, it's a comedy podcast or if it's, you know, Joe Rogan or something like that, whoever's on there, I'm just listening to what they're saying, picking it apart, hearing why they decided to make that decision. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a quote that I love is, uh, a smart person learns from their mistakes, which was, I was, what I was doing, but a wise person learns from the mistakes of others, you know? So if there's something that somebody's done on a podcast, the way that they navigated it ended up in, in a negative space, I can listen to that. So if that situation ever comes up in my life, then I can 
take that into consideration and say, hey, maybe this isn't the best idea. Yeah. You know, and then um, as far as books, one book that really helped me out a lot was, um, um, what is it called? It's by Charlemagne the God, and it's. Um, oh, yeah. My mind's playing tricks on me. I forget. It's his second book mm-hmm. that he wrote, but that book really talks about um, anxiety. And after reading that book, it kind of made me reflect on myself and figure out that I do have parts of anxiety that he was speaking about. And I've never heard it spoke about in that way. So once I read that book, it kind of made me realize an opportunity that I never even seen before. And when I read that book uh, a few years ago, um, it just it just brought light to so many things that I, I kind of just didn't even know how to explain it. I was just not feeling good that day. You know, I was just having a bad day. Why is, why is my temper so short? You know, why am I just ready to snap? You know, and it's not just anxiety. It's like your diet as well. The things oh, that yeah. you're putting inside of your body, um, you know, whether you're, you're eating it or you're watching it or you're listening to it, everything that's going inside of your body um, should should be something that brings you a benefit mm-hmm. instead of being toxic, you know, and that had to stop from like, you know, watching so many videos on world star, <laughs> you know, all that stuff oh, kind yeah. of has a, has an effect on you. And uh, yeah, that was definitely a great book. And um, other than that, I, I like to read like autobiographies of people that I'm interested in, like rappers, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like the Gucci man book, uh, Rick Ross book, um, even Steve-O, you know, reading yeah, all yeah. of these books and seeing where there's p- these people are at to this day. But then you just think back like, man, in 2008, 2010, 2012, these people were in the worst position ever. Yeah. And they managed to turn it around. So if somebody could be at a position extremely worse than I am, like being in jail or something like that, and they're still able to come out and make it to the top. Like, what the hell is my excuse? Yeah, man. Uh, something that I've, I'm, I'm really gra- glad you brought up the point on. Uh, kind of like you touched on mental health, and I'm, I'm really glad you brought it up because it's becoming a very big issue right now in 2020 with what's going on. But it's always kind of been a big issue and a taboo for high performers. Anybody who's a hustler, anybody who's a high performer eventually is going to feel some sort of burnout. We're eventually going to feel some sort of mental health attack on our own brains, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it the attack is not necessarily going to come from outside sources. It's going to come from ourselves. Because as a high performer, you tell yourself, I cannot let myself feel this way. If I'm feeling down, it's my fault. Everything is 100% my fault. And the reality is that's not the truth. It's not the truth. Sometimes you are going to have a low day. Sometimes it might be, like you said, something you ate. Maybe it's the patterns, and, pa- patterns that you have been building up throughout your last few months like mm-hmm. watching world star it's mm-hmm. a lot of negative content I, I think world star is nothing but negative content right there's some gems okay in there. Some that's gems where i get some of my news at <laughs> but the fights and stuff i don't watch that anymore <laughs> okay yeah, yeah like, at least me personally I, I, the only thing i've ever seen from world, world star is you know like world star and then yeah, you see people just yeah, 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 blows, yeah, rolling in the floor someone yeah. bodies in the back <laughs> yeah yeah but it's a lot of negative content that you know builds up in our subconscious and eventually that does affect our mental health and as high performers we tend to attack ourselves and tell ourselves why am i feeling this this is this is my fault and we just kind of dig ourselves deeper and deeper into a hole so it's good to acknowledge the fact that you know we are human and our mental health is going to decline from time to time and once we figure that out once we figure out that we are human and our mental health can 
and will be, you know, altered from time to time. That's when we're really able to overcome those issues and just become a better person. You mentioned that in your late 20s, that's when you started going through these troubles. And in the spiritual realm, that's something called Saturn's return. Mm. Saturn's return is when the, orbit, the, 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 the pattern of Saturn meets up with the sun again the, in its orbit. And that usually happens in people's late 20s. And that's when they start going through the, I wouldn't say the harshest times of their life, but the hardest, more most uh, thought-provoking times of their life. And that's mm -hmm. something that I've been going through over the last two years. My friends talked to me about it when I was in my early 20s and I told them it was BS. I was like, that's never going to happen. Because most of my friends are there in their uh, early 30s, late 20s. And I'm in my late 20s and I am going through some of the hardest times. And it's not necessarily financially, mentally, or emotionally, just in general where I'm overcoming some traumas in my life, some obstacles in my life, and just over uh, becoming a better person. So I also related to you when you said that in your later 20s when you started making those transitions in your life in order to become the person you are today. So I just wanted to give some highlight to that. Yeah, definitely, man. And uh, it, it was a hard time. You know, mm -hmm. it's uh, whenever there's any sort of growth, I think that it's going to it's going to come after hard times. You know, so um, whenever you're in a hard, difficult situation, you're just getting tested, like I said, from whoever you want to say, mm -hmm. whether it's a God, whether it's energy, whether it's the universe, you know, you're you're being tested to see if you're ready for this next step in your life. And if you're not ready, then you're not going to transition over. And I felt like that's what it was that I made a transition. You know, I had to let go of so many images that I had of myself from the past. And I had to see all those negative traits and, and qualities about myself that I didn't like that I had to change. And that took a lot of like self-reflecting and, you know, looking at yourself from the outside, looking in and seeing kind of what kind of impression you're putting on the rest of the world mm -hmm. when i step foot into this world am i making it a better place or am i making it a worse place you know am i making your day more negative or after these interactions are we are we leaving as a great interaction you know that's my thing i want every interaction i have to be a positive mm -hmm. interaction and that's because that's the energy that i want to put out there it's a conscious thing because it's extremely easy for me to be negative I was born with that inside my body. You know, you, we're all from the same area. That's like a common thing. You know, oh, you think you're bad now because you sell houses? Yeah. You know, you think you're bad now because you have a podcast? Mm -hmm. Who's that from? Your best friend, your cousin, yeah. your uncle. We were just it's having this conversation earlier, like right yeah. before you walked in. Yeah, yeah it's One true. of our friends is shining. She's doing magnificent things. And unfortunately, there was some backlash from people that were from, you know, from her past. Yeah. So, and yeah, it's I feel, the, we feel it's that. the... I call it the Oxnard mindset, you know, and you <laughs> insert your city wherever yeah. you want. But, you know, if, if you want to make it in Oxnard, that's just making it so you're you're cool downtown. So yeah. you're cool when you go to these house parties. But like a lot of things that I think these people do aren't cool, you know, like gang banging and, and tagging and shit. I don't think that that shit's cool. Like uh, women just like not holding themselves to certain standards and doing things just because that they're seeing it work on on social media or something yeah. like that like you ladies you have way more to offer than just your body you I know agree that with you that 100%. is like yep. so superficial and and guys you like have way more than to offer that to somebody than just money yeah you know like at this point in my life like I really don't even care that much about money because I've had as much money as I've needed to buy whatever dumb shit that I wanted 
and I still wasn't necessarily happy. Yeah. That stuff doesn't make me happy. So whether you, you have a million or a hundred million, like, okay, now I have a hundred million more problems. Yeah. Now I have more people that I'm wondering, hey, why do you want to be my friend? You know, yeah. is it because you like me or is it because you like what I can bring, what I have or whatever, you know? So it's just, you, you just start looking at the world so differently. And when you do that, then you start looking at your, your circle differently. You're looking at your, your family and your friends differently. And be like, you know what? I don't hate you. I don't have a problem with you. Like, I love you. But like what you're about. I'm not about it. So yeah. I'm going to catch you on Christmas. Yep. I'll, I'll catch you on your birthday. No disrespect. Uh-huh. But I'm not part of that shit. I'm not going to get with yeah. you. And I'm not going to hang out with you for four hours of my day just so we could talk shit about somebody who did something or got a DUI or whatever dumb shit it is. Like, bro, we got, if we're not talking about building, if we're not talking about ideas or we're not talking about something interesting, it doesn't even have to be about business or money. If we're not talking about something that's thought provoking, if you're not bringing something to the table, we don't have we don't have business hanging out. I agree with you 100%. And it's not me up. being a snob or anything like that. It's you have to hold yourself to different standards. You know, we all have our standards in yeah. in dating or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know? Why don't you have that same standard with the energy that you allow inside of your body? Well, yeah. I mean, you got to protect that shit, man. Mm-hmm. You have so many people that are after it, just like your friend that, you know, she's doing successful. And then you have people that, you know, they're they're probably looking at her as the person that she was in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not that person no more. I'm not this person from last year anymore. Yep. I'm yep. not the same person from January. I'm a totally different person all the time. I'm I'm continually evolving. Yeah. And if you're not evolving at the same pace, there's no disrespect, but it it, it is what it is. You, we're not going to be at the same the same level of thought. And that's because you're not taking that next step in your life, which is cool. But we're not going to hang out like we used to. Yeah, I think that's one of the uh one of the things that a lot of us in, you know, entrepreneurs and a lot of us in in the business world, bro, that we go through and I'm really happy that you mentioned that because it it makes me see that it's not just me that feels that way. It's not just Rigo mm-hmm. that feels that way. It's not just Brissett that feels that way. It's not just our listeners that feel that way. But it's true, bro. It's it's uh, it's like it's like you said, bro. It's like look, there's nothing nothing against you. It's just there's really no benefit for me to to be spending my time with you. If, mm-hmm. if again, if all we're gonna be doing is talking shit, drinking, uh, smoking, whatever it is, if it's not if we're not doing this and talking about these yeah. these, these things, because I'm okay with drinking, smoking, cool, we could do that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But if we're not doing something bigger than that, if we're not talking about thought-provoking topics, if we're not talking about business, if we're not talking about growth or whatever it is, again, doesn't have to be about money, then we don't have a, a reason to hang out, mm-hmm. really. Like you said, bro, I'll catch you on Christmas. Yeah, you know definitely. I mean? Like that. And I think um, I think that resonates hard mm-hmm. with us, bro. That I can tell you from personal experience, bro, I've lost friends since I've came in the business. Yeah. I've lost friends, and, and it really sucks to say that, bro. But it's just like, well, bro, our, our lives just took different paths. You know what I mean? You took the left lane. I took the right lane. And I still see you on the freeway, bro. And I'm still here for you. I love you. But um, it's just we're not on the same lane anymore. You know, you're going one route mm-hmm. and I'm going the other route. Yeah. You know, you're headed to Vegas. I'm headed to my house. You know what I mean? I want to I want to grow. I want to learn things. 
So I think that's uh, that's huge, bro. That's huge. Yeah, and it's uh, a lot of it does have to do with ego and pride. You know, the, they have the ego that why is this person? You know, maybe they never thought so highly of you. Yeah. You know, maybe you were a different person in high school, and that's the the idea that they have in their head of you. But when you started to change and evolve, and they didn't, it made them reflect on themselves. Like, damn, he has. He has this business, he has this car, he has this. Like, why don't I have that? Like, he's just the same guy that I've always... What, what, why is he better than me? It's not that. It's just that this person decided to take their energy that you're just fucking throwing in the air. You're giving time mm-hmm. to whoever. You're okay, yeah, noon on a Wednesday, let's go play basketball. Let's go do it. You know, I'm not fucking doing anything else. Let's go do that. Mm-hmm. While you were doing that, what were you doing? You know, what were you doing? And wherever you guys were spending your time, that that's where your growth is going to be at. Yeah. So maybe this dude is the best on a Wednesday at noon on a pickup game. Maybe he's killing it. Is that what you want to do? You know, if that's what you want to do, amazing. And that's why I say that you have to be very, um, you have to reflect on yourself and you have to know who you are. And you have to understand that, that what you're doing has actions uh, and it has um, consequences on your life. So when you're out, yeah, I'm just, you know, it's COVID right now. I don't have a job. I'm making unemployment. You know, my boys were playing basketball. Like, what's the big deal? Nothing, bro. There's no, there's no problem with that. Enjoy life. If that makes you happy, awesome. But don't come over to me and try to throw shade on me or tell me, oh, you think you're all bad now or whatever. No, yeah, I think I'm all bad, dude. You think you're all bad at playing basketball at noon, dude. You know, you're you're good at whatever you're spending your time on. Yeah. I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I think, man, you dropped you dropped a lot of uh, a lot of, I think, uh, great insight, bro. And on, on the way that we think, the way that our mind works, the way that your mind works, bro, over everything. So I appreciate that you mentioned that, bro. I really do, because, again, resonates hard with, with yeah. all of us in this mm-hmm. room, I feel. Um, I want to jump into talking about family now bro because i know that we've been talking about friends we talked about your experience we talked about kind of how downstar started but some of our biggest critics bro and some of our biggest crutches are our family Mm -hmm. and i'll tell you from personal experience bro because there's been times where i've i've heard i've heard you're not at family parties you don't spend time with your nephews Mm. you don't come around you haven't visited your grandma you haven't done this you haven't done that you're not and i'm like um I'm trying to build something here. It's not that I don't want to be present. It's that I want to build something so that in a few years I can be present. And I always say this, like in a few years, maybe 10 years, I'm going to be around so much that you're going to get annoyed of me. Why? Because I'm going to have my thing running in the background already. Yeah. Right. I'm going to be available. You're going to tell me go to work and I'm going to tell you, well, I am working from home or from my phone or whatever it is. I'm starting to have those luxuries today right now. I can work from wherever I want. But what was your experience, bro, um, building this business? Again, you mentioned that, that you, nobody in your f- in immediate family uh, took the route of a mm-hmm. business owner and starting a business. Um, but what was your experience throughout this, bro? Because if nobody around your immediate family or your immediate circle uh, was in business, I'm sure almost 100% that they didn't understand the sacrifices you had to make. They didn't understand. I mean, I know going into business, bro, sometimes we go broke yeah. on our dream, bro. But we see the bigger picture. And sometimes people are like, just give up. 
throw in the towel, get a job. You're not making money, whatever yeah. it was. Right. But what was your experience going through that, bro? Uh, you know, I always had a really great relationship with my parents and my family. And, um, I mean, it was easy for them to see that I was a hustler. I never really had issues with money, you know, from, you know, even before the CDs, you know, Hot Wheels, Beanie Babies, CDs, you know, I've even sold change, legit box of change on eBay. And I said, the amount is over this much, but that's it. You know, so I actually made money from selling my money and got like a good review off of it. So it's like it was plain for them to see that I was a hustler. I never bugged them about money or anything like that. So when it came time that I was going to start my own business, they didn't really care because I was on my own anyways. I wasn't the kid that was asking the parents for anything. I wasn't asking them to pay my bills or nothing like that. Because at a young age, I understood that my parents had a tough job. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, it was me and my two sisters and my, my dad was the only one that worked and my mom stayed at home and took care of us. So I knew that both of them, their, their time was tapped out. So I didn't feel good about asking them, hey, can you buy me a new skateboard or can you buy me this? Can you buy me that? So when it came to time that I can work, I was working and I was always hustling. So I always had money. So when it came time for me to start the business, it was it wasn't even a thought and it wasn't even a thought to me because it wasn't even my money. You know, when some when they emailed me or DM'd me and said, hey, can I buy some of those products? I said, OK, cool. Send me the money. I got the money, went to get the stuff, sent it out to them. I didn't even I started with zero. Yeah, you know, okay. I started with nothing. So it's just the family side of it. I didn't have any issues with it. Even when it came time to quit Mm -hmm. in 2012. So from 2009 to 2012, I was doing Best Buy and Downstar. 2012, April came and I'm like, I'm done with this, man. My deposits from PayPal are way more than my paycheck. Paycheck's taking way more time out of my life. Like, why am I even here? You know, and I just told that to my parents. They're like, oh yeah, okay. I mean, if you think that that's the best decision, go ahead. And it was, it was, ever since then that like i just didn't even look back you know and um i always say april 2012 because that's the same year that i met my uh, my now wife ashley you know so when i met her i wanted to spend as much time with her but i didn't have that much time because i had to work so i was like dude i'm not gonna work anymore i want to hang out with this girl you know that was one of my motivations yeah. too now come into that relationship, having uh having a girlfriend while you're trying to hustle, it's a hard thing. You know, you have to have somebody that's that's Ooh. understanding. <laughs> but you as an entrepreneur, you as a hustler, you have to see things from the other point of view. Yeah. Okay. So you're out here building your dreams, right? What is that person doing while you're out building their dreams? You just expect them to be uh, accepting because I'm out here hustling. I'm out here getting, I'm trying to build something for myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't have time for me then. Make the decision, bro. Make the decision. You don't have time for me because you want me to just take the little bits and pieces from you while you're giving 100% of that to your hustle. That's not fair. And you have to understand that that's not fair. And if you want that person to understand you have to show them as much attention as you can. And when you think you're tapped out, you're not tapped out. Because right now, I know for a fact that I'm not tapped out. And I'm doing 100% more than I was doing five years ago. Your plate, 
as much more stuff that you could put on your plate, your plate just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's why these Kevin Hart's can do so much is because they just keep adding to it and adding to it. You know, so when you start looking at relationships, say you want to build a relationship with your significant other and you're expecting them to understand this, they're not built like you. They're not built as a hustler. They're not going after the same thing. So what you're telling them is a feeling that they don't even understand. Just like anxiety, you know, I tell that to my wife. She's never experienced anything like that. How do I get her to understand the significance of how I feel at that time if I don't know a way of explaining it to her? And then if I explain it to her, and then she's, well, I've never had it, so it must not be that bad. You know, it's, it's, it's a relationship. You're building mm-hmm. a relationship. If that's what you want to build, if that's what you're going for, you need to give that as much attention as you are with your business, dude. And that's something that it took me a long time to figure that out. And that, not even with my relationship that I'm in now. The prior relationships, I see why they didn't go good Mm -hmm. because I wasn't there. I wasn't the guy. I was expecting them to understand. Well, you like when we go out to eat at dinner, right? So I got to do this. But yeah, they're not with me just because of dinner. They're with me because they want to be with me. They want to build with me and spend time with me whether we're just hanging out at the park or whatever the hell we're doing, you know, but it's just, it's, it's the thing that entrepreneurs get inside of their head that their life is so much more important. Their goals are so much more important, which if they are cool, you have to be able to make those, those decisions because you're stringing along this person who doesn't even understand the, the drive, the pain that you have inside of you wanting to build something and you expecting them to think how you think and it's just not gonna work man so there's time and place for everything when it's time to be with the family it's time to be with the family and that's it emails come whatever i'll answer it when it when it comes time we're we're on a marathon this isn't a race right now today i could go a hundred percent from today i could go to sleep at 3 p.m 3 a.m wake up at 6 a.m. and do that for the rest of my life. Yeah, my life is going to be, you know, like I was saying before, 52 episodes versus 210 or whatever. I'm going to be 210 episodes away. But where's that sacrifice? Where's that time coming from? It's coming from somewhere. And if it's not coming from your relationship, it's coming from your own happiness. Shit, I can't do this. I can't go play golf with my buddies now because I have to go do this. I made this obligation and I have an appointment from two to three to four. I have a dinner. Then I have another dinner. Then I have something after that. Like you're going to burn out. You want to burn out in, in your mid thirties and you still have the rest of your life. You know, I know dudes that are in their fifties. And when I see them, I don't think like, damn, you're 50. I'm like, damn, you're 50 and you're still able to do all this stuff, dude. This is where I want to be. I don't want to burn out at that time. So you got to feed both sides of you. You know, you got to feed that side inside of you that, that's hungry and wants to sell this house, you know, and wants to push on. You got to feed that side. But then you also got to feed that other side. Like, look, dude, why am I working this hard? So I can have a nice dinner, you know, so I can get extra guac, so I can get a dessert, you can get you know? guac. so I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. You know, yeah. I was talking to my buddy the other day and he was just in Vegas just for the day. I said, dude, what are you doing? Who'd you go with? Oh, nobody, just myself. I'm like, bro, that's so liberating. If you can, if you mm-hmm. can go to LA, f- fly from there to Vegas, 
spend the night in Vegas for like the best room that you can get that you want to get, you know, just have an amazing night and then fly back. Maybe that's that little piece that you'll need to like, all right, cool, man, I feel good today. And it doesn't cost anything to do that. Like a, a round trip ticket is probably like a hundred bucks, Buck you know, 50, yeah. baller ass room. Okay. 500 bucks. You know, go out and probably right now is not the best time, but you know, I'm just saying you just mm -hmm. go out and do some things and then you, you have to silence that voice in your head that's saying like, yo, if you're going away for this time, then this isn't going to get done. Okay. But this is going to get done. And this is as important to me as that is, because this is, is, is making me happy right now. I need this break because it's not a race. This is a marathon and I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. I have no intentions of, in, of retiring, no intentions at all. I have no intentions of, of stopping hustling. You know, I, I, I don't think of this as business. I think of it as creating. I want to create and keep creating and keep creating and just keep creating forever because that's where my true passion is at. Bro, you took me to school. You actually you took me first. I was going to say you took me to yeah, school. Then up. I'm going to say you took me to church with that one, bro, because you <laughs> yeah, dropped bro. so many gems. I think uh, we're gonna have to change uh, the sh the name of the show to the Downstar Show, bro. Fuck, <laughs> that man. was that was no, that was impactful, that was, bro. Yeah, this this fuck, dude. This this episode is is uh really um opening my eyes a lot, bro. I think I think right now you said something and it just like this thing in my in my head keeps replaying, bro. I was just in in Vegas, rent you know, stayed at a we we got a house with my girl and her family and and fuck, bro. I'm feeling guilty right now, bro. Same. I'm feeling guilty as fuck. And the reason is because I was still working while I was there. I was on my laptop at least two hours a day. Hey, you didn't answer my DMs, bro. And I didn't answer DMs. And oh, don't add fuel to the fire, bro. <laughs> yeah, but I think you're uh, you're right, bro. We have to slow down sometimes. You know, sometimes, and it's like you said, it's not that. It's a marathon. It's gonna and it's gonna get done. But we need to understand that this time is as important mm -hmm. as that time. That the time that we spend with our significant other is as important as the time that we spend on our business. We need to treat both the same with the same respect. And if anything, our spouse or our other half or whatever, with more respect than the business. Cause it's like you said, bro, they're not, well, not all of them. Right. But they're not there for the dinners. They're not there for the 1942 shots everywhere you go. They're not there for the nice car. They're there for you. Yeah. You know, they want to be with you. And it's not just the good times they want to experience. They want to experience the downtime mm -hmm. with downstuff. Yeah, you know hell I mean? yeah. They want to experience that downtime too. And like you said, whether it's at a park or it's just sitting and watching Netflix, I, I, uh, fuck, dude, I feel, I feel really bad right now, bad because, because I, I, shit, I've bashed on my girl sometimes. Like, and I've told her, like, dude, we can't be doing this. Like, there's days where, like, Sundays, we just kind of spend watching our favorite Netflix show the entire day, bro. Yeah. The entire day. And, and I'm, I have to realize that. That's okay because I'm giving her time that she wants to have with me, right? And I think that um, whether it's one hour, two hours, whatever amount of time we spend, that time is as important and should be as important as the time that I spend answering those emails, as the time that I spend working on the podcast, as the time that I spend working on my side hustles. It should be accepted as on the same level so yeah you know I, I talk about all this stuff from experience, you know, going down the road and, and actually seeing things that I've done in the past that I wish I would have done better. You know, um, at the end of the day, all we have is, you know, uh, our memories. So if you're not building quality memories where you're actually there soaking in that, that moment, like 
it's it's it just goes away. Yeah. It just disappears. Yeah. You know, and um just think about somebody who's on it all day, twenty four seven, like a Gary V. Yeah. Right? Would you want to live that life? Would you really want to live that life? I mean, I I wouldn't. No, I could He's do that. on all day, every day, hundred pieces of content, every single day, going, going, going. That's him, you know. Mm-hmm. He he he's built for that and he understands the sacrifices that he's making. But like does he have, you know, children that, that look up to him and want to be like him, like his own children? You know, I'm sure children across the world they want to be like him. But yeah. how many pe- how many people in his how's his immediate circle look? You know, I haven't seen you for three weeks. Uh, you know, we you, you miss all my baseball games or whatever. Like, that shit really happens. Yeah. And I've had a guy on, one of my good friends on the podcast, and his mindset was go, 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 go. Everything comes secondary. And he spoke about it just like that in the podcast. And after that podcast came out, the, everybody was like, bro, he's got life fucked up. And this was one of the biggest guys in the community. Everybody's like, wow, I think of this guy differently. Because he said the craziest things ever, but he said them. You know, uh, us as entrepreneurs do them, but we don't highlight them. Yeah, We don't highlight, you know, I went to this car show, uh, you know, but I missed my mom's birthday or, you know, things like that. Like, yeah, it's just a birthday. Okay, yeah, it is, but... It's my mom, bro. You know, it was special to her. Why do I expect people to think that, like, to understand that this is so special to me when I don't take their feelings into consideration? This entrepreneur life is a very selfish life, dude. You know, and you have to understand that if you're, if you want to be on this path, it's a very selfish path or a hard path or both. If there's time, okay. Every Sunday, you're just going to spend watching Netflix. I guarantee inside of your heart, you're just like, fuck, man. I could be doing so much other <laughs> shit right now. Yeah. Don't think like that, bro. Yeah. Because as soon as your girl goes to sleep, all right, let me get back on it. If I'm sacrificing my sleep for tonight, oh, well, this is the life that I chose. And I want to have a relationship with my girl. I want to build that. I want to have my business. I'm going to build that. Something's gonna have to. Something's gonna have to give, and most of the time, it's gonna be your pleasures that you're gonna have to give. That's your true. sleep that you're gonna have to give. Mm-hmm. You can't have all the sleep. You can't have all the time to hustle in the world, and then you can't expect everybody to be like, "Oh, okay, you're ready to play with me now." You know, they're not dogs. These yeah. aren't our pets. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that's where that's where kind of the um, evaluating your time goes. Because once you understand how valuable time is, look, I could be chilling with you and we'll go to the bar and hang out for four hours but talking about bullshit. Or I could take that four hours and go visit my grandma. Four-hour grandma trip, she's good for a couple months, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Grandmas really don't do much, dude. Yeah. They're good in an hour. Do puzzles, you know what I mean? Exactly, dude. You know, just take that time and put it into different places. Maybe that's not the best thing that you would want to do is hang out with your grandma. It'd probably be better to hang out with your friends you know, but you have to take that fun away from you. You have to take that away mm-hmm. because you want to turn that fun into a hustle. You want to turn that yeah. free time into a hustle. I don't really ever have any free time and it's cool with me. 
because you know I love what I do. I love my hustle. I love doing mm-hmm. this. I love podcasting. If I could podcast every day, I would. It's just helping me get better with my skill. You know, throughout the conversations that we've had, uh, we we're at thirty episodes now. I think thirty one episodes, and I think out of like ninety nine percent of our guests always glorify the hustle. But yeah. you're the first one that has actually broken it down to its bare bones and said, "Yo, this actually sucks," and you have to be willing to go through all these sacrifices because this is not an easy life, bro. And just the way that you have a way with words, bro. It, it could be because you're a well-spoken man or the 191 episodes you've had, but you're a very well-spoken Thank person. You. you can break down components and ideas and really create the story for us. And it, I feel like you took me on a journey and you helped me see my relationship with my partner in a different way that I would not have seen it until I would have gone through it. And I'm glad, like you said earlier, um. Some pe- some people learn yeah. through making the mistakes, and some people, or you said, white smart people learn from their, their mistakes, mistakes, and wise people learn from other people's mistakes. And I'm glad that I'm right here, just being blown away and learning from the mistakes that you've made in the past. Because you're right, a lot of the times in my past relationships, I've expected my partner to be happy with, I'm gonna say, the scraps of time that I'm giving to her, and it's not right, bro. It really isn't right because I wouldn't be okay with scraps of her time or mm-hmm. i wouldn't i wasn't okay the scraps with scraps of their time which is obviously why we're not together anymore so it's it's i'm glad you spoke about this side of the hustle because this is the side of the hustle that nobody wants to talk about because it's not sexy yeah like that's this, true this this is not a sexy like the hustle is not a sexy life it becomes sexy afterwards yeah. you know yeah there's a um there's a shop in uh in oxard called the reup the barber shop yeah owner of it named uh, brandon hollow yeah, mc hollow you know yeah. uh, i had hollow on the podcast you guys should listen to that one i forget the number but um he talked about the hustle as being like a, a disease and i was like what Ooh. But after he broke it down i was like dude you you're you're totally right like why would i be sitting with my family having a great time watching a movie and i can't just stop thinking about things that i have to do obligations i have to take like that's not right yeah that that doesn't make sense that doesn't feel normal you know you you shouldn't feel normal uh like feeling less than all day every single day because that's what it is and you feel when you wake up in the morning you feel less than you you want to feel at the end of the day so you're trying to do as much as you can to make you feel worthy like oh i did so much today i'm getting closer to my goal and yeah. yeah you're thinking like yeah i'm pumping ahead but like go back to that morning why do you feel like that not everybody feels like that people wake up in the morning smiling you know all right cool you know let me get my coffee let me go clock in with my job and i'm gonna have a great day and that necessarily doesn't mean that their day's worse than ours it's just they don't have that disease that we have of Wow, I feel like I'm not accomplishing anything. I need to do things. I have I have to do something every single day. Always. I have to accomplish something all the time. I would love to just kick it, but I can't because my brain doesn't let me do that. Yeah. I have to I feel wash that, dishes. I have to clean. I have to do something. I have to check emails. And that's the reason why we're checking emails when we're with family. That's why we're on our phone because you, okay, I'm a good multitasker. I could do a bunch of different things. You know, and that's your brain tricking you to make you think that it's okay. You know, but it's not like you should be able to just sit down at a movie theater and watch a movie and not have to check your phone for two hours. Mm -hmm. Nobody needs you that much. 
but your head, your brain is tricking you like, yo, you're fucking up right now, you know? So the question is now, how do we overcome that disease? Because I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have that disease. Me too, bro. I, it's, it's engraved yeah. in, in our, all, all of our bloods and I feel like there's hardly any medication we can take. So how have you personally overcome this disease, bro? Because it's, it's, I wouldn't say it kills me because I love it. I honestly, I love, I love being productive. I love being, I wouldn't say busy, but I, I like working. I like progressing. Yeah. But at the expense of what sometimes? I would say um, marijuana. Oh, <laughs> okay. MJ. And CBD. Okay. You know, CBD. Yeah. I, I have CBD with me right now. I mm-hmm. carry it with me all the time. You know, that helps out a lot. But just, you know, when you, you, how I do it, when I finish the day, everything's taken care of. At nighttime, you know, I'll smoke. Oh, yeah. And I've been part I, of those sessions. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And once I smoke, all the problems go away, you know, yeah. not thinking about not thinking about things because it's not the time to think about things. I'll think about it tomorrow just because this person DMs me at 830 at night, a question and that I can answer. You know, I don't know where that that conversation is going to turn into. It's going to turn into, oh, well, I got this. Well, what about this? What about this? I'll take care of that tomorrow. They could wait. I could wait, you know, because I'm not I'm not that kind of hustler anymore i need to get this money i need to get the sale right now this person's not they're gonna buy it they're still gonna buy it tomorrow you know and they understand that you're at home you're chilling you're a person you know just you got to take those times and if it takes like you know smoking to do that then so be it you know i wish it wasn't that and i try sometimes not to do you meditate uh i dude Yoga I really, like really, that? no, I really want to, you know, I read the speaking of another book. I read the book with uh, Russell Simmons about meditating. It's a uh, success through stillness. And um, every time that I meditate uh, before I get on that, the book Charlemagne is shook ones. Anxiety's playing tricks on me. You guys check that out. But this book with Russell Simmons, he talks about the value of meditating. I swear to God, dude, every time that I meditate, like as I finish clarity just comes. You know, and it's something that I really want to implement into my life, you know, 20 minutes twice a day in the morning and at night. And that would definitely, definitely help out. But it's just something that I haven't made as important to my schedule that I need to. Mm -hmm. But definitely, man, meditation helps out so much, you know, Mm -hmm. just because your your body never gets a chance to just quiet down. And yeah, Mm -hmm. you do when you're sleeping, but you're, you're still not because you're having a dream. Where is that that dream coming from? You know, that your mind is still going. You know, your emotions, everything is still going, but it's just in a different realm. Mm-hmm. So when you actually just take yourself and just stop and just quiet down, you're in a quiet area and you just just let everything come to you, dude. And, and it's going to come to you like a pile of bricks, bro. You're really going to sit here for 20 minutes when you have all this shit to do? This is what you're going to do right now? You got to go do that. You're only going to have this much time. What if you hit traffic? Boom, boom. And slowly that Mm -hmm. voice just slows down, just slows down. And you'll get to that point where you're just, you know, you just quiet down. Let your body just relax. Let everything slow down. And uh, it it definitely helps out a lot. I would recommend anybody to try out meditating. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee if I I put that into my, uh, my daily schedule, Dude, life would change, but yeah, mm-hmm. bro. Wow, I, I, you took me to church today, bro. I can honestly say that, but you, you gave me a lot of a, uh, a lot of insight on experiences that you've had. Um, 
I'm sorry, guys, but this episode was a, a very selfish one for me because this one was for me. Hell yeah. And, uh, I really wanted to uh, get to know you on a more personal level, bro, because like I said, I've been following you for a minute now, been seeing your hustle, something that I, fuck, I admire it, bro. I Thank admire you. it because mm -hmm. you're, you're go, go, go. But then I thought you were all go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I thought you were just, but now really understanding the way you think, I see, no, this is why this guy's able to do all these things and accomplish all these things. Um, and same, same here, bro. I also, yeah. this is, this was kind of a selfish episode for me because I wanted to, this, this, um, episode took a completely different direction than what me and Rico had originally had yeah. the idea of this. is And like, I like it. Yeah. This completely went a different <laughs> yeah, way, bro. You. And I, I was like, I'm not going to stop him. I'm just going to let him. No, I mean, bro, was, we, we value, bro. Thank you. I don't think I've ever been this quiet on an same. episode. <laughs> Real talk, bro. I've never been this quiet on an episode. I always have something to say, but right now I'm just taking it in because I think the information that you're sharing with us with the audience, with the listeners, with our followers is it's fucking next level, bro. I Thank mean, you, man. What you said, you're 35, right? 35, yeah. Bro, you're 35 and you have the mindset of like a 60-year-old man. And the reason why I say that, not in a bad way, the reason why I say that is because you're wise beyond your years, bro. Thank I mean, you. You, you think things that older men or women think. You know what I mean? When they're older, it's like, wow, maybe I should have done this differently. But now you know to not do it, right? And yeah. you're making those changes in your life and it's crazy, bro. I wanna I wanna give you now this 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 is the part of the podcast, bro, where we give you the opportunity to, you know, share with the people like where can we find you? Because I'm sure they're gonna want more from you, bro. And yeah, we know you have a podcast, but they're gonna wanna find you and they're gonna want more information from you. So this is the part, bro, where let us know where where can the followers find you at? Definitely. Um, you know, one thing that I just wanted to touch on this um like you were saying about the uh, millennial, they really get a bad rap. And a lot of it could be that the, that their perception on things is just wrong. You know, um, this is the life of an entrepreneur. And when people don't talk about it, it's still happening to them. But they just want to highlight the good things about being an entrepreneur they want they want to make it look sexy it's not man it, this is like you got to let your ego go you know don't worry about cars don't worry about clothes don't worry about how people perceive you you know you want people to know the real you and you want people to to like you for who you really are so all that stuff really doesn't matter and i know that that's like what the uh, um the new entrepreneurs they like to focus on and that that's just a dream that they're selling you that that you don't even want that life, man. You don't want that at all. You want people to genuinely like you and support you for who you really are. So you focus on that and then just keep moving forward, you know, and no, nobody can stop you from whatever you want to do within life. It's just it just takes time. And that's all we have. So you focus your time on something, go for it. And you can make it happen, man. But uh, I wish everybody the best luck. Um, whatever hustle you guys have going on, you know, just be honest with yourself. Just be honest with everybody. And, you know, you're going to make it. You just got to keep pushing forward, man. But uh, please check out the podcast, Downtime with Downstar. Uh, like I said, on all popular streaming platforms, social media, things like that. And then um, the business, if you want to check it out, it's Downstar. So uh, downstarinc.com. And uh, if you want to check me out personally, it's uh, on Instagram at Frank underscore Downstar. And that's pretty much the hub. If you go to my personal Instagram, you'll see everything else that we're doing. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions or anything like that, please send them through. Yeah. And one last thing, bro. 
I need a commitment because I need you back on the show, bro. Because yeah. this was this was too. Uh, there's so much more that we want to ask you, bro. So much more that we want to ask you, but we also want to respect your time and our listeners' time. So yeah, no, definitely, man. And I I appreciate what you guys are doing, and you guys have the studio here, man. You guys are making it happen, and and just just keep on going with it. You guys did a really really good appreciate job that. asking questions, and not only that, just making me feel comfortable here. Good and shit, it's bro. A, it's an awesome environment, man. I wish you guys the best. Anything you need, I'm always here. Appreciate you, bro. With that being said, Pod, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, you can find this guy on uh, Instagram at Frank underscore Downstar. We'll see you guys on the next pod. Peace. Peace. Out. Peace. Boom. Boom, dude.